Three categories of vision every local church leader must have. Coming up on the Better Sundays podcast. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, greetings, greetings, greetings. Good to have you on board. We're here at season number five, and we're at episode number two, and we were talking about vision and the idea that the local church leaders must have vision. We're going to be talking about some specific categories that must be included in your uh, in your vision when you start to put things together. So if you're a Sunday school teacher, if you're a ministry leader, if you're working in any type of a capacity of leadership in a local church, you will have some level of people underneath you that are desperately looking for a target that they can hit. They want to get to something. We all know that mediocrity can kind of settle in. And, and folks, the, the passion has got to be hot. It's got to be strong with, with a leader that we bring out the vision uh, and, and let people see it, that it is crystal clear to them where we are going and where we are taking them. And that's what we're covering here in season number five as we talk about church leadership and we dive into specifically these next several weeks on on uh, vision and how to do this. And next week, we're going to be covering the idea of how pastor can, can deliver a ministry vision and the ways that you can actually get that out to your congregation or your little flock. If you are a uh, ministry leader, like say you have a youth group, you're a youth pastor, you're running a food ministry, a volunteer chunk in your church, a nursery even, uh, you need to know how to get that vision out to those people. And that's what we're going to be covering next week here on the Better Sundays podcast. We want to make sure this stuff is focused, practical, and usable, and uh, that's what we're here for. So thanks for being with us here today. Let's dive into our topic. The idea here is that there are some categories that must be included. This would be kind of like the food group thing. If my wife says, oh, you need to eat some more protein, you're always eating, you know, carbohydrates or whatever. There are food categories that are out there that are necessary and just like that, when we are giving vision, there are some categories we don't want to miss. Now, these are three that I think are very important, and they really kind of uh, tie to the idea of, of being the shepherd of the flock and feeding the flock and leading the flock and growing the flock and the purpose of the flock and moving them. So you can kind of use the sheep analogy. As you see, when we get down to the uh, the last one here, I'll give you kind of an illustration. And again, I come out of a, a, a sheep raising background. Uh, I've got a college degree uh, before I went to Bible college and all that. I got my uh, stuff in animal husbandry. And I tell you a lot about uh, raising animals. And so we're going to kind of cover a little bit of that uh, coming up here, uh, you know, towards the end. So I want to kind of dive into these categories and, and, uh, get you here but i want to just remind us okay and i got it in my notes here what is possible with great leadership and the idea of of you know where there is no vision the people perish we don't want let's flip that verse around just say where there is great vision the people flourish and we can have life change we can have people who are freed from sin we can have 
strong, you know, programs within our community that impact our community. We can have strong missions type programs where we are sending workers and volunteers and literature and money and things like that overseas to uh, unreached people groups. All of those kind of things uh, can happen. It is possible, but it will come back down to the single point of vision where somebody lit the match, where somebody struck the spark, or as you listen to last week's podcast, if you go back and, and listen to that one there on, uh, you know, is 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 vision a biblical thing, okay? What does the Bible say about vision? We talked about the flaming squirrel, and if you missed the story, you need to go back to the flaming squirrel story. But there is a single point, and you and I are required. We are obligated. We are. We need to be passionate. We need to be the ones. If you're in a leadership position, you're not there just twiddling your thumbs. You're there to lead. You're there to change. You're there to make a difference, and God has put you there. And it's not just a title, it's not just a position, it needs to be honed and sharpened up, and this idea of being the best that we can be uh, is part of why we're listening, why you're listening to this right now, or watching this on uh, our YouTube channel. So um, anyway, for those of you who don't know, Mike Holmes, founding pastor, uh, Sinclair Baptist Church, planted the church 13 years ago actually over 14 years ago now, I mean, when we started it, but I pastored it for uh, about 13 years and uh, turned it over to a young man who's doing a great job. Uh, we're out in South Central Wyoming. Uh, we're a very rural area, 433 people in our community. Uh, another town, the county seat, uh, not too far away with about 8,000 people. And then from there, it's like 100 miles to the next payphone, uh, if you know what a payphone is. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's uh, we're out here. We got doing things are going great. We have a great ministry. Very excited, and uh, come see us sometime if you're if you're swinging through. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about these categories. First of all, <clears throat> the one that that comes to mind, and, and I think is very important. And if you are a pastor, this is clearly uh, there. And if you are a Sunday school teacher, this is part of it. If you're doing some type of teaching, it's the idea that comes out of First Peter chapter five of feeding the flock of God. And we need to make sure that we have a vision for how we are going to feed the flock and what we are going to do and letting people know kind of where we're going and what we're going to do. And people feed, just like sheep need different feed at different times of their life. Okay. It's not all the same stuff. There needs to be some, some powerful analysis going in here. And I got a, a couple of things that I wrote down for for you with the idea of the preaching and and or teaching however you do that is first of all a a prayerful analysis of your congregation Okay, if you're going to give them the, the vision, we're going to go here, we're going to learn this, we're going to grow here, you need to really have this prayerful analysis of, of what they what their condition is. Now, this would be the, not, this is not like survey, like what do you want to hear a message on? It's not like that. But it's finding out where, they're, where they are. For example, if you're raising sheep and your sheep are in the process of all getting ready to have babies, they'll have babies in the spring, okay? So they're going to have babies babies they need different food than when they when they're getting ready to have babies than when they are actually you know lambing and having the babies or later on in the year when they are not having they're just raising the young there's different food requirements for that the same goes with your people 
they have different levels of food requirement and we need to analyze what that would be if you were if someone said could you come speak to my youth department i would have a very couple of simple quick questions you know like are they middle school are they high school are they girls are they boys i mean is talking about little kids bigger kids i mean there would be just some basic questions those are some basic questions you need to have but also the prayerful uh, analysis of, of of where they are in their spiritual development and every church has different levels of spiritual development. Some are very good in some areas and lower in others. You know, they, they, it's like a bar graph. You know, it's like, hey, we're great at evangelism, but our personal growth, our missions is awesome, but we don't serve very much. You know, we all got unity, but we're but we don't really outreach. I mean, there's a lot of different things. That would be something if you are going to have this vision for feeding them, you're going to have to have some prayerful analysis of that. And part of that then would be a prayerful n- analysis. Of of where they've been. In other words, what you have been feeding them in the past and where where they're going. All of this kind of boils down to uh, kind of what we call this prayerful annual calendar planning. It's the idea of taking time to really plan and get a vision for where you are going with your people. Now, there's different. There's the con- the main congregation, and then there would be like men's groups where you want to go with them, and ladies' groups, and Bible studies, and certainly teenagers and and kids departments. Uh, this would also include like training where you want to train our people. Oh, we need some real help in this area or that area. All of those things take this this idea of feeding the flock of God. It's not just pop open the Bible, give them a verse or two. We want to make sure that we have prayerfully have, have thought it, we've looked at where they've been, and then we've sat down and really planned that out. So if you are in the process, and this is this category that is very important, if you are giving some vision to your people, you want to make sure that you let them know where you are developing them. This is why I have a great admiration for for people that have sermon series. And and again, these can be whether they're topical or expositional preaching, doesn't really matter. But people kind of have this idea where you're going. And if you can kind of like say, this is where, you know, in the next three weeks, we're going to be covering kind of some of this. That is vision casting for people. They love that. Now, I, I think that means that you got to plan ahead and you got to know where those sermons are going. You can't be whipping it together, you know, on Saturday night and whatever. You need to know where you are headed with some of those things. So you're just ready to, to put that together. For, for example, Next week, we're going to be covering how a pastor can cast that ministry vision and what exactly how it is that he, you know, puts that, puts those things together and how you deliver it, whether it's visual or slides or printed or spoken word, all of that. We're going to cover all of those things. But I know where I'm going with that. And you need to know where you're going with your people and just give them a taste because that is vision. People grab hold of that and they want to know. And with no vision, they, they flounder. They don't know, okay, why, uh, you know, what you're going to be speaking on or where you're going or how they're going to be developed. But when you say, we got a session, we're going to be teaching on finances or we're going to be talking about forgiveness or we're going to be teaching a session on the Lord's Prayer and I don't want you to miss this. This is such a powerful thing that Jesus taught us and we're going to be diving into that coming up in the month of March or whatever. Those are powerful, powerful things that are all under that category of feeding the flock of God. Let me move on. This next one is what I call congregational movement. (laughs) 
And it is the movement of the flock of God uh, to, to where they are, to into their maturity. Back to the sheep illustration here. You don't just feed sheep, but there's times when you lead sheep and you breed sheep. I mean, there you know all these different things are happening. The, the flock is moved to different places uh, for different parts of their life. When they're getting ready to lamb, you bring them into the barn. When you're putting them out with the rams, you know, so they can be bred, they're out in more of an open pasture scenario. There's a lot of different things. And this is the idea that we need to take our congregation and we need to move them to places, okay? Not just fill their head with knowledge, but move them to places where, and I wrote down a couple here, uh, uh, they would grow together, they would read together, they would build together, they would give together, they would pray together, they would serve together, all of those kind of things. You know, the idea of like reading books of the Bible together is a powerful thing. We did that once where we had the everybody read the entire Gospels over a, I can't remember how long, it was like a month or month and a half, We and we really had a, a plan, whatever. We just finished a Christmas Christmas reading plan. You can do that. Uh, where there's some type of uh, a building and physically working together. It's like, hey, I need to have some vision. We're going to build this Sunday school. We're going to paint this. We're going to hang drywall. We're going to you know, redo this bathroom. We're going to do all those things, and we're going to do it together. Uh, that's a great thing. The idea of, of giving and having financial goals together. We're going to send so much to the mission field. We want to bless this couple in such a way. We want to you know, raise this money for such and such a project. The idea of, of praying together and doing things together in, in that regard, or serving together. Uh, some of the greatest things we've done is where we have said we're going to send a bunch of our people on to the mission field, and we're going to go. Now, we never went overseas because that was just a little tough for a younger church, um, but we did a couple missions in home missions projects where we went and helped a Bible camp out once, and we did a bunch of painting, all sorts of stuff. It was so good, and we spent so much time working together, and then at night we just laughed and worked together. It was just an awesome thing. We did. Uh, we went to the mission field of the Navajo Nation and did some work down there a couple of different times. And all of that is this idea of congregational movement. So where are you taking your people? Okay, not just head knowledge, but where are you moving them? What are they doing? This is the idea of, of moving the flock of God and, and moving them to where they are supposed to be, which really takes us into uh, the third one here. And this is the idea of just the, the impact or the purpose of the flock of the God is what are they actually there for? Uh, what are they actually doing? Are they, you know, impacting the community, impacting missions, they're, you know, being impacting their growth, all of those kind of things. Do you have a vision for the impact or the purpose or the final stage of, of what they're doing? Now, let me, let me close this with, with this. And again, uh, you know, raise a lot of sheep. If, if you're in the livestock business, uh, sheep, cattle, whatever, um, I'll stick with the sheep one here. There's basically just a, a handful of purposes that you, you do. You don't just have sheep so that you can feed them, okay? Uh, you have sheep so that you can, with sheep, uh, one of the things that everybody always talks about is so that you can get the wool off of them. And, and sheep are shorn, and, uh, you know, once a year you shear them and pack all the wool up in these big old bags, and it's quite a process to, to be involved with that. I've sheared thousands of sheep, I'm sure. Uh, it, it's an amazing process, and it, 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 it pays. Now, in this day and age, wool is not 
that much money anymore compared to all the synthetic fibers that are out there. So wool production is not big. It's sort of a side thing for, for the sheep business, but they still has to be done. But people do raise sheep for wool or mohair type of products that come off of different types of uh, the long-haired sheep. So there's many, many uh, type of things that you can do uh, with the wool and all that. And that would be the purpose. In other words, you might be raising your sheep for that purpose and you're breeding them. So you have more sheep. So you start with 10 and you got a ram and you know the mama sheep and now you got you know 20 okay and then you get another ram and now you got 40 you know i mean you know you can grow it that way that is one one way to do sheep so that's a purpose one of the other purposes is what just kind of typically um, what we call a terminal cross. In other words, they are they are raised to be gone to the slaughterhouse to be gone for feed, okay? This is where the illustration of feeding the flock and raising sheep. We don't eat our people, okay? But the idea is we raise sheep that they... Uh, become a, a meat product, basically. They go uh, to, to a slaughterhouse, and, and all of them, the, the girls and boys, the, the youths and the weathers, they, they, all go to, uh, they all go to the slaughterhouse, and that is another purpose, okay? So it's like, in other words, this is a purpose of where we're, where we're going. The third purpose for raising a, that almost everybody does or is involved with is, uh, at some level, is for breeding stock. In other words, you raise sheep so that you can have really high-level rams and use to sell to other people people that need high-level rams. So basically, those are the purposes. Now, the purpose for your church can be obviously different. It can be uh, some churches are very strong missions, some are very strong community impact, very, very discipleship-oriented, or, uh, you know, there's many, many things. Our church has always been very much a community impact thing, where we want to make a dent in our community, our little universe here. We want to touch it and break into it and make differences. Uh, you know, I walk around town, people always say, hey, pastor, how you doing? It's like, I have no idea who these people people are but they're people that somehow we've reached in some community uh, outreach program one or another but you need to have a vision for the impact that you're going to do what is your church doing in your community what are they there for and again why are we raising sheep there would be those three reasons you raise sheep why you have a congregation what are those purposes okay and those are found in like core values. And, and if you want to study more about core values, you can go to our Reaching Young Families online course. Uh, you can sign up for that and, and, and get involved with that. It's a paid, uh, paid course that we have, uh, but it goes through a lot of training on how to reach young families. But we dive deep into how to develop core values, and you need to know why you are there. If we are going to have vision, we need to make sure that we have a vision for impact. We need to make sure that we have this vision for the preaching and teaching. And we need to make sure that we have, and I think it's probably the most important, the idea of our congregational is moving somewhere and they are actually doing some things together. Uh, and those are so important. So all of those are, are part of what we are here for, is the idea that we are making, as a leader, you're taking your people somewhere. So where is it that you're going with your people, and what is your purpose uh, for those people? And I want you to put all that together, and, and next week we're going to talk about how to you know cast that vision into the individual people, and again, printed stuff, slides, different you know video, a lot of different things that you can use for that. But this is these categories that need to have and don't miss it because sometimes we have vision you know for just like a building program and our people are withering they're not doing anything spiritually sometimes we have all you know spiritual stuff where they're doing stuff but there needs to be some more physical like impact into the community or outreach to missions and some of that balance is what it takes and it takes a lot of prayer and a lot of time to put all that stuff together 
So I want to challenge you to make sure that you cover these three categories there and that you keep that vision white hot. You are the point of flame. You are the, the strike of the match that is going to make the difference in these people's lives. And we want to make sure that we make it catch all the proper categories that are out there. If you're interested in annual sermon planning, the annual calendar, I will put a link to the resources uh, at the bottom of the page where you can get our annual planning calendar. And it is a, just a resource that helps you kind of plan your sermon series and kind of get things done. I will make sure that we get that uh, a link for you there on the bottom of that page and that you can go to that in our show notes. So as always, thank you for being with us. If this was helpful, make sure that you hit the, the share button, share it with somebody, hit the subscribe button, hit a thumbs up button, hit one of the two or three two or three or hit them all uh anyway we love you guys and we're here for you uh it's time for me to go god bless we will see you next week here on the better sundays podcast